Hello, this is Robert Barge. Welcome to Redemption's Table, where every week we will gather around this table with a special guest to explore the most appetizing ingredient in this menu called life, redemption. I believe in redemption. I believe everybody hungers for redemption, everybody. And the truth is, redemption is all around us every day. It is a recipe that God the Creator sets before us every single moment of our lives. Unfortunately, so much emphasis is placed upon the bad, many have difficulty seeing, experiencing, and tasting the good. So I'm setting out on a journey, going table to conversation, to accentuate the reality of redemption in the lives of everyday people like you and me. A reality that, I believe, finds its ultimate expression in Jesus of Nazareth, who is the not-so-secret ingredient to the redemption we all seek. So, come hungry, join the meal, because Party of Redemption, your table is now ready. Um, this is a great guitar. Uh, I, hi everybody, my name is Andrew Peterson, and I just wanted to let you know that this guitar, this wonderful guitar, is being raffled off for a great cause. So to find out more about it, visit childrenshope.com, and you can find out how you can help a lot of uh, good people. So thanks, God bless. Well, there you are. We are sitting in downtown Montgomery, Alabama at an iconic barbecue place, Dreamland Barbecue, and I'm sitting here today with Jarrett McCrory. Jarrett, welcome to Redemption Stable. Thank you, Robert. So great to be here with you. We've been enjoying some good barbecue. Great barbecue, as always. Yeah. And you suggested coming here, of course, I think the original, have you ever been to the original Dreamland Barbecue in Tuscaloosa? I have not. Was that the place that just had the ribs and the bread? That's my understanding. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, not... I could get on board with that. Yeah, maybe we maybe a future podcast go yeah. to Tuscaloosa. So. Sounds good. Yeah, it's uh, that's where it all started down there near the University of Alabama. So uh, we may talk a little bit more about the food in just a little bit. But we're here today. Uh, a few months ago, those of you who listen on a regular basis, I have brought a friend of mine named Hank Tuton to the table, and Hank had just crafted this beautiful guitar, and in the course of my conversation with Hank back in April, he, he told me about Children's Hope, and you are the executive director of Children's Hope. That's right. Yes. Um, Children's Hope is, where is it located? Yes, so Children's Hope is based out of Montgomery, but we work in Haiti and the city of Jacmel primarily, so we've been there for 10 years now, uh, serving the community, serving children partnering with local churches uh, to share the gospel, to meet needs in Jesus' name. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. It may sound like an odd question, but so somebody listening or just somebody on the street, you know, just learn about Children's Hope, why Haiti? Yeah, I mean, great question. With, with all the places in the world, why Haiti? And one of the things I would say is Haiti is a place of tremendous need, but also tremendous opportunity and openness. And so if, if, if you know anything about Haiti, you probably know about the poverty. You probably know about the dysfunction, the natural disasters, and you know the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. And so great, great need, but at the same time, tremendous openness to the gospel of a place where the Lord is at work in amazing ways. Churches are being planted, and we're able to come alongside uh, the work that the Lord is doing through the local church 
uh, to, to be a part of, of the amazing things that he's doing there. And we're just seeing great fruit from the work there. It is so close to the United States, too. It is, yes. So the access there, I mean, a, a two or three hour flight from Atlanta, and you're right there. I've been fortunate enough to have the opportunity to go to Haiti twice. Uh, I, the group I'm with works north of Port-au-Prince in a town called Port-au-Prince, and Jacmel is south of Port-au-Prince? That's, that's right, on the southern coast of Haiti. How long has Children's Hope been working in Haiti? Yeah, Children's Hope has been there a little over 10 years now. So what started as just a, a really small ministry to 16 orphan children, the, the Lord has just expanded it tremendously to where we're now ministering to thousands in our community each year. Wow. You told me as we were having lunch a little bit about um, how it all started uh, and where it all began. You want to give a little bit of the backstory of that? Yeah, absolutely. So a, a little over 10 years ago, a, a family from Montgomery, uh, Andy and Tanya Birchfield, had just gone through process of adopting their daughter from Moldova. And just going through that process, the Lord moved in their hearts to, to call them to consider how they can be a part of stirring up the local church to be more involved in the care of orphaned and vulnerable children. And so uh, just coming out of that, uh, God gave them a vision to, to start a ministry that would call churches to be involved in foster care, adoption, and then orphan care ministry. And at the time, really, the, the foster care, the, the adoption advocacy and support side was leading out. But a, a trip to Haiti in 2010 changed all of that as they traveled there with a, a group that was doing some disaster relief, came upon these 16 kids living in a tent being cared for by a 22-year-old Haitian. And, and during that week, the Lord made it clear, this is where I'm calling you to, to plant, to invest, to be used, to change lives here for now and for eternity. And so that that's how it all started. Wow, such small beginnings, but tremendous need. Yeah, absolutely. And just uh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, things that have gone into that over the last 10 years, a lot of ups and downs through it all. The Lord has been so faithful. I mean, Haiti is just, it is a hard place. It's a hard place to live. It's a hard place to minister. Um, it's a hard place in so many ways, but the Lord has just shown himself so faithful that in, in our weaknesses and you know and our lack uh, he is never lacking he is always faithful uh, and he's proven faithful at every step along the way and one of the things i appreciate about children's hope and hearing its origins is that not only uh, the focus at first was here in the montgomery area encouraging people with to uh, adopt and uh, aiding in that process but then going from uh, where they were or where they are montgomery to begin to open be open to god's leadership in other places yeah and, and, hey yeah the need is definitely great yeah. uh, when you have the opportunity to speak in front of a church and talk about uh, children's hope and talk about Haiti, how do you uh, try to phrase this? How would you try to encourage someone who has never even considered the idea of going to going anywhere outside of the United States yeah. to share their faith to go to Haiti? How would you encourage them? Yeah. So I would say the the. The people of Haiti are amazing. They're just incredible, 
beautiful people and the opportunity to connect with them, to hear their stories, um, to see the joy that they have, especially the believers that, that we see there that are living in just extremely difficult situations, often no power, no, no water. You know, they have days where they don't know if they're going to be able to put food on their table and yet they gather for worship and there's a, a smile on their face, there's a joy in their heart that changes your, your life. It changes your life to be around them and at the same time you have a chance to be an encouragement to them. So we, we don't go to Haiti with all of the answers. We go just with open hearts and an opportunity to, to use what the Lord has given us to encourage them to be a blessing but at the same time to be so greatly blessed just by their faith and their faithfulness. And you're right about the beautiful heart and the way and expressions of worship. Yeah. Uh, if you compared them to the average American service, you'd be like a worship service. You're like, well, they they put us. We're in the shade. We're yeah. The yeah. It's uh, it's pushed me out of my comfort zone a yeah. little bit, just to be more more authentic and more more real when I'm there. Um, so it, it, it's an amazing place, and it at the same time, you know, it's also. It's also heartrending just to see the reality of life for so many there, so many children and families that are just in desperate situations, children without access to school, without access to medical care, communities with no, no Christ-centered churches. And, and you think, what is, man, what is the hope for them? But then we are seeing lives just radically transformed and changed as the Lord is at work. And it's happening through the local Haitian churches. So all of our ministry is really centered on partnering with, with Haitian churches and pastors there. God has given them a vision to, to go into unreached areas, to start new churches, and then those churches become hubs of ministry that are able to provide education, to provide medical care, things that we know they matter to the Lord. So God wants us to share the gospel, but also believe God cares that kids have access to education, to medical care, food to eat, clothes to wear. And so uh, we're able to go in Jesus' name and help to provide those things. And, and it is truly transforming lives. One of, the, uh, one of the Gospels, Matthew's Gospel, Matthew chapter 25, uh, Jesus talked about the least of these, yes. uh, hungry, sick. And of course, having been to Haiti myself and you know, what you've seen in your trips there, that definitely applies. Uh, to this uh, yeah. to this nation and for sure to these people and so close you hear this you hear this discussed in a lot of different circles I've heard it for years the question um, what about those who are in a country where they never hear the gospel never hear about Jesus and what's what's going to become of them uh, you know will they be will they be saved uh, well, and uh, Yesterday, I came across a quote by a famous uh, Baptist preacher of a hundred years ago, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, and he's whenever that question would be asked, uh, would they be saved? Uh, you know, that was a person's great concern, and it's a question that comes up often in the faith and also outside the faith. Uh, what, what is God going to do with those yeah. individuals? And and. Spurgeon's response is like, I've never thought about it this way before, but he said, my great concern is, are we saved if we do not preach the gospel? Oh, wow. Mm. I was leveled by that. Yeah. I was like, talk about flipping the table back. Mm -hmm. so, wow. Uh, 
in the past 17, 18 months of the pandemic, how has uh, this affected Haiti and the ability of Children's Hope to, to serve them? Yeah, well, it, it, it has had a tremendous effect on us and, and honestly, probably less so the pandemic and more just the, the security and political situation in Haiti right now. So, you know, COVID did shut down travel completely for some period, even as that began to open up uh, the security situation in the capital city of Port-au-Prince. It's, it's just not a safe place to travel right now. So there is just widespread gang activity kidnapping, violence, armed robbery that not only is affecting our ability to go, but it's it's just terrorizing the people that live there in the country. And then, you know, many have probably heard just a few weeks ago the, the terrible news of the assassination of the president of Haiti. So you layer that on top of this already really, really tragic, difficult set of circumstances. And, and it, it is as bad as it has been since the earthquake in 2010 right now. I mean, it is just really, really tough times for the people of Haiti. So you know, that country needs our prayers. Uh, Absolutely. The last yeah. time I was there, they were having a presidential election. Yeah. And it's not like here where there's two parties, two main parties running, and of course an independent party. You may have three or four different candidates on the ballot. It was like 17, 18 people all running. Right. And uh, that was very eye-opening. Yeah. Just, uh, and, and they seem to have elections more often. In, in, yeah. Yeah, elections, and I, I think I've heard only one time in the history of Haiti has power peacefully passed from one president or leader to another. Wow. So the, it's typically a coup. It's a you know a dictator that's ruling. Uh, so there were high hopes that you know this would be the second time, and then once again you know tragedy strikes and you know the, the assassination, and so a lot of uncertainty about what is next, but you know, just an opportunity for prayer that the Lord will move, that he will raise up, you know, a godly leader that has the best interest of the people and of the nation in mind. And, and we're praying hard for that. And in the midst of this, it's given us an opportunity to, to do everything we can to serve those in our community. So in addition to, you know, caring for orphan children, serving thousands of community members through our medical clinic. Uh, we have a lot of refugees that have moved into our city from Port-au-Prince. And so we've been able to help provide food for them. I mean, they're, they're showing up with nothing, nowhere to live, no food, no jobs, just really running for their lives from their neighborhoods uh, where they lived in Port-au-Prince. And so we've been able to help arrange some housing for them, food, medical care. And then the beautiful thing is the local Haitian churches and pastors are beginning to connect with them, to minister to them, to show them the love of Christ, you know, not not only through their words, which they're doing, but also mm -hmm. indeed saying, you know, we're here, God sees you and loves you, and we do too. And so it's beautiful to see the church in action there. Yeah. Wow. We're at Dreamland Barbecue. I had the pulled pork and sausage, baked beans and potato salad. What did yes. you have? I had the Big Daddy pulled pork sandwich, so oh. I, I had the, the thick one with the um, with the slaw in there, and it was great. And the chips, they're, they're homemade chips. You come to Dreamland, you've got to try their homemade potato chips. I did not know they were homemade. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And we had a Next great, great waiter, a server, uh, TJ. Yeah. Uh, did an awesome job. Compare a meal like what we just had. Compare it. How is it different from your average Haitian meal? Ooh, you know, I've had some really excellent food in Haiti. So a lot of 
a lot of rice and, and beans. I mean, they have a lot of kind of soups and kind of their national dishes that they eat. Um, really, really good stuff. So it, you know, I've never, I, I go there and I eat better than I do here. Um, so for, for those that can afford it. And one of, the, one of the challenges there in the midst of all of this uh, stuff that's going on is food prices are up about 50% of what they were before. So for people that already were just living on the edge, um, things have gotten even harder for them. So thankfully, you know, we've been able to continue, you know, providing for our kids. The, the kids on our campus, they, they love to eat and they eat good every day. So glad for that. Uh, I was watching the video before coming today and saw, uh, and I'll put the link there on the podcast for those of you who are listening, uh, just kind of get a, 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 an actual picture of what's going on there at uh, Jock Mail. Uh, I want to ask you a little bit of question about yourself. Okay. Uh, are there any comparisons, similarities in the work of Jesus through Children's Hope and the work of Jesus through... Jared McCrory. Mm. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, so our 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 hope is that for the children and the communities that we serve, they'll realize that the ultimate hope for them is not an education or medical care or a home, but it is a saving relationship with Jesus Christ and knowing Him, the love that God has for them as shown through Jesus. And so that's that's my story you know that that is my ultimate hope is is god's grace and knowing jesus as savior and so um was was blessed to be born into a family that had me connected in with the local church from a young age so grew up learning the bible and you know singing hymns and uh singing singing christian songs growing up and through that uh came to know jesus as savior and have been walking with him ever since then He's the difference maker. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. My name is Phil Keggy, and what a wonderful guitar this is. Um, you know, there's going to be a, a, a raffle for Children's Hope uh, Orphanages in Haiti, and I think it's a wonderful cause. And uh, I encourage you to sign up to uh, childrenshopeorphanages.com and uh, purchase a raffle ticket. And uh, this is a beautiful sounding instrument. And uh, the maker who made this guitar, he uh, did a fine job. Thank you. Y'all have an event coming up. Uh, of course, when I met with Hank, he was telling me all about this guitar. He was so excited about it. And, and Hank, if those of you have listened to the podcast enough, you may know his story. Blessed are the guitar makers. Mm -hmm. It was the first edition of Hank Tutan's uh, uh, a time with us here at Redemption Stable. But he just crafted this absolutely incredible guitar yes. for for children's hope yes uh, talk a little bit about the guitar uh, itself and then where, what what was that guitar made for yeah. how all that came about and yeah. then how somebody who's listening could actually have a chance 
to uh, take home that guitar. Yeah, sure thing. Well, Robert, I am just super excited about what is coming up September 23rd. And I hope that everybody listening will go check out our website, childrenshope.com, and you'll probably share that link. But childrenshope.com, you have to see this guitar that Hank has built for us. It is absolutely beautiful. And, and as Hank um, learned the story of Children's Hope, God just put it in his heart to, to craft this amazing guitar. And he said he had a piece of Brazilian rosewood that he got from a, a guitar builder there years and years ago. Uh, and he's been saving it for the right time. And the Lord moved in his heart uh, to build this, this guitar for Children's Hope. So crafted from Brazilian rosewood. It's got uh, olive wood from Bethlehem uh, and is crafted around the, the verse from Hebrews that we have this hope as an anchor for our soul. And so that, that's our message in Haiti, that, that our ultimate hope is in Jesus Christ. And so uh, Hank built this guitar, donated it to Children's Hope. It's actually been appraised for $20,000 wow. by a guitar expert in Nashville. And we are going to be giving it away to one of the donors to our Hope for Haiti campaign. So that's what we're calling this, uh, the, the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. Uh, that is the hope for Haiti. And as we raise funds through this, uh, that's going to allow us to continue sharing that hope with others. So for a $100 donation, uh, you get an entry into the drawing for the guitar. We're also going to have a really, really cool worship event on September 23rd here in Montgomery, Alabama. And so Shane and Shane, uh, Christian worship leaders, are going to be here leading us in worship. Uh, fantastic. They just released a new album. Uh, they're going to be coming and, and leading us in worship. And if you're not here in Montgomery, you can actually connect virtually. So we have a virtual option. So a $100 donation will, will make a massive difference for children in Haiti gives you one ticket to the event, either either virtually or in person. It gives you an entry into the drawing for the Hope guitar. And I hope one of you listening is going to be the one that, that gives and wins that guitar. So please, please join us in that. It's really going to make an impact in Haiti in a time where they really need our help. That's awesome. I, I've watched the guitar's journey because it has been in the hands of some well-known yes. uh, musicians. I don't know if anybody's uh, ever heard of a guy named Vince Gill yeah. or Phil Kage, Andrew Peterson, Michael Card, Johnny Diaz. I mean, it's been really cool. Shane and Shane has played it. Um, they've signed a, a second top that's going to be given away with the guitar. So not only will you win the guitar, but also uh, these amazing musicians that have played it, have blessed it, and are part of what we're doing. So so I'm, we're just so thankful to Hank for his heart, for his generosity, just the, the countless hours he spent uh, doing this for, for the, our children and families in Haiti. I have, uh, I've already purchased the ticket yes. for the uh, event, the worship event, and I'm like, if I want it, I, I'm going to have to pray about what I would do with it, because <laughs> I've tried to learn to play the guitar a couple of times in my life. I never have followed through with that. I'm, I have a music background, but yeah. so I'm like, if, if I, <laughs> I would have no idea what I would do with it if I wanted. It, like, it would make a beautiful art piece hanging on your wall. <laughs> oh, so. no, it needs to, it I can needs see to it now. sing. <laughs> but yeah, so you may be out there listening like I, I am, and you're like, I don't play the guitar. I bet you know somebody who plays the guitar. Mm -hmm. So I'm already kind of contemplating, you know, where this guitar would go if I, I should be. Uh, one to, uh, to to receive it, and one of the things when I talked to Hank, I said, you know, I I, I was immediately like, I'm in. I, I want to you know support the work, but just uh, 
it's it's a pretty incredible offer and we'll put we'll post some photos there of the, of the guitar on the website and uh, yeah I just encourage everybody listening and you're it, everybody listening you know a guitar player you know someone who plays the guitar either seriously or you know down in their basement or whatever you know somebody and uh, like a wonderful birthday gift Christmas gift yeah. Uh, but the main purpose of this is to support the work yeah. of Children's Hub. And the, and the impact of $100 in Haiti is huge. I mean, we're talking for $100, that is a school lunch for 20 kids in our school for one month. Kids, wow. that, that may be their only meal for the day. You know, it's medical care for four community members that don't have access to, to health care at all. Um, it's clothes and shoes for one of the orphan children under our care. So. $100 really goes a long way. A lot of $100 can go even further. So that's our prayer, is that, is that together we can just do something amazing for the people of Haiti. Yeah, one of the things when I was in Haiti a couple of times, I was struck by, you know, yes, there are children who are in school, and every school has their own school colors and right. the way they have to dress, but mm -hmm. the number of children who are not because yes. they could not afford yeah. to go to, to, go to yeah. school. Absolutely. Yeah, one of the communities where, where we have a school, um, I talked to the pastor that actually planted a church there and then started a school at that church. And he said, can you imagine children five years old having to walk two hours down the mountain to get to the nearest school? He said that was the reality for this village before the Lord <laughs> connected me and Children's Hope here. And so now, you know, you go there and the children are there in their uniforms. They're getting a filling lunch each day. They're doing a weekly chapel service together. They're learning the Bible. And so it's just beautiful to see the work that God is doing there. And it's all funded from people just like our listeners that say, you know, God, I, I can give a hundred dollars. You know, I can help make a difference for a child in Haiti. And, and we're just so grateful for all of those that, that support. And it's, um, you know, it truly put, puts you as part of the story of what God's doing there. So as you listening, do that, share this, uh, use social media in a good way, and pass this along to as many uh, people as you know. Um, I want to ask you a personal question. You've okay. been to Haiti now, you said eight times. Mm -hmm. uh, can you think one of your favorite moments uh, serving Jesus representing Jesus, following Jesus yeah. while you were in Haiti. Mm -hmm. Do you have a moment like that? Yeah, I, I do. I mean, there's there's several that comes to mind, but one I would say we had traveled up the mountains to this community called Bossier and had gone up with a small team, and uh, this was the school that I was just talking about, and we, we reached the top of the mountain, and you could look out from there, and you could see the, the beautiful ocean and the the blue sky, you could see the, the clouds in the sky. And as beautiful as that was, uh, in the background, you could hear the children singing together during their chapel service. And, and as I sat there with Pastor Mark, I said, where would these kids be right now if this school wasn't here? And he said, probably sitting on the side of the road, you know, throwing rocks <laughs> or something. And he said, you know, God is changing lives through the church here in this village and it just touched me and said what we're doing really matters and, I, and I'm such a small part of it just as a connector between people here and the work that's there uh, but to see how the Lord is at work through the local 
churches there. And I, I keep saying that local church, local church, that that's the Lord's way. That's what he's doing. And so to see that's an example of just one of hundreds of churches that have been planted in Haiti and to see that how God is at work through them. And it's them. It's not us coming in with the answers and the solution. It's it's Haitians that are reaching Haitians in Jesus name through the gospel, through making disciples, through planting churches. And, you know, it's a day I'll never forget. Here's the word there, I'm a connecting part of it. And that's really, it's connections. Yes, yeah. it's, it's wherever we are, wherever, whoever is listening to this, wherever you are and the people that are in front of you and you connecting uh, where you are in your faith and connecting them to, to Christ, to hope, to whatever it is, the need is great. We just, all we have to do is ask the question, where are you hurting? Yeah. What is your hope? And mm. if we ask those two questions, there's a lot of hurt, but we can be a connection. We yeah. don't have to do everything. We're right. just a connector. Mm-hmm. So. And I think slowing down and opening our eyes and, and listening to people, really seeing people. I mean, I'm so guilty of I've got my, my calendar and my to-do list in my phone, and I'm from here to there, from this task to that task. And, you know, when we really slow down and, and see the people around us, just, just like you did today with our server. I mean, I saw... A great example of that when you took some time to connect with him and to learn a little bit about him to to speak an encouraging word to him that's that's what it's all about so I just really appreciated that it's uh, and I'm the same what you just described the, the busyness from thing to thing and constantly reminding myself slow down mm-hmm. slow down yeah. uh, and our culture our culture it's almost like we're in the Olympics every day, and our culture is rooting us on to run the race fast. Yeah. And no, uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, I'm amused that there you can that there is an aspiration now to want to be what's the word for it? I uh, want to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. That's kind of huge on social media. Right? Influence is one person at a time, mm-hmm. and it's the person who's in front of you. Wow. Uh, good so yeah, so it's. Uh, so there you go, folks, and you have the opportunity, all of us do, to be an influencer wherever we are. Coming back to that guitar, check out the guitar, check out those videos. It's a beautiful guitar, and it's an amazing opportunity. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to worship. God willing, I will be there in person, because uh, I don't live that far away from Montgomery. And uh, if let's, Real quick, if somebody wanted to come to Shane and Shane, uh, do they have that opportunity without, I mean, obviously the whole purpose of doing the worship service is support of children's hope. Right. If they decided they didn't want to really do it, I, I hate to even ask that question. Yeah. Is it an opportunity to worship or do you have to be? Yeah, I mean, it's really, you know, we're really hoping everybody that comes will make that $100 donation and, and the, the concert's really just a bonus add-on to that. Gotcha. But okay. that's that's the hope. Okay. Yeah. All right. Man, I enjoy getting to know you and look forward to getting to know you even more yeah. in the future. And, Same here, Robert. Uh, Thanks for all that you do and for this chance to connect. Yeah. As Jesus and Hank Tuton lead us to the next connection. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Absolutely. <laughs> so, for those of you listening, uh, hope to be back here every Wednesday morning uh, when you hear the call. Party of Redemption, your table is now available. And it might be available at Dreamland Barbecue. It might be available wherever you are today. There's a table. Make your table available. Uh, for uh, for connection and uh, we'll leave you with that hope and that encouragement go 
go put your name in to, to have an opportunity to support Children's Hope uh, and uh, that guitar if you share it. Anyway, God bless y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Anyone who has two shirts should share with the one who has none. Anyone who has food should do the same. Anyone who wants to be first must be the very last. And the servant of all, the servant of all. Man, what a beautiful guitar. I'm Randall Goodgame with Slugs and Bugs. Super excited to be here because you guys, you could win this guitar right here. And it is amazing. So if you want to win this guitar and contribute to the building of an orphanage in Haiti, you could go to childrenshope.com to buy our raffle ticket. And I suggest you do.